0: This episode contains scenes of domestic violence. Listener discretion is advised. Two bullets to the back of the head was quick and efficient. You didn't have time to put the silencer at the end of it, so it was loud and abrasive. A miracle the neighbors didn't hear it. You should have shot me in the kitchen. It's much easier to clean my blood off of the ceramic But your woman brain was in processing the decision. Now there's blood on our expensive rug and on the furniture that you love and near the fireplace that we made love. My 200-pound frame on the Indian rug as you roll my body like a blunt. To investigate the murder, he needs to retrace his steps. But when it's his own murder, everything becomes fuzzy. Welcome to Earth Stories. I didn't think you had it in you. In a twisted sense, I'm proud of you. You were always a target to the back of my hand. You always kept your mouth shut and did as you're told. You never left me, even when I kicked you down the stairs. You always served me with a warm meal and cold bears. Your weak, feeble, girly hands managed to drag my body to the backyard. You smirked a little bit as you grabbed the shovel. You cried a little bit as you started to dig. You were never good at handling your emotions just like most women. That's why you need a strong hand to put you in shape, and it worked for eight years straight until you put a bullet in my head. I didn't teach you how to load the bullets, how to take aim and pull it. I guess you're not that stupid. You finally dug until your muscles gave out. Uh. And with a kick, you sent me in the ditch. Ivory soap washed the blood and dirt from your body, but it did nothing for your conscience. The thought of calling the police and turning yourself in must have scurried, in your mind like a field mouse trapped in a twister. I'm glad you're reading this letter. My words may be distorted and difficult to decipher. Not sure how long I've been away from my body, and I don't know who you buried beside me. What happened to us? We were two crazy kids madly in love. We were two awkward shapes that shifted into place. Who said that oil and water can't mix? By the power invested in me, by the province of Ontario, I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may kiss your bride. Years came and went in a home of love. We defied the odds... The obstacles and the doubts, the harvest and the droughts, the blessings and the floods. The marriage counselor, who cost an arm and a leg. Four bullets entered my chest. It was quick and efficient. You even had time to place the silencer at the end of it, so the nosy neighbor wouldn't take notice. You shot me in the kitchen so it's easier to clean my blood from the ceramic. It's good to see your woman brain is working. My 200-pound frame was laid out on Indian rug as you rolled me like a blunt then used your girly muscles to drag me out of the house. I didn't think you had it in you. In a twisted sense, I'm proud of you. Wait a moment. I wrote this before. When you're detached from your body, everything seems blurry. Time is fuzzy. Fuzzy. Time. And space is a mystery. This is the second grave you dug in the yard. I think you went too far by exchanging my fist for your bullets. I admit I was the devil incarnated, but murder was never your thing. What's going to happen to our children Since you took their daddy out of the picture, you didn't stop to consider the consequences of your behavior. But who am I to point the finger? And why in the hell am I rhyming? With one single bullet to the forehead, my body collapsed to the floor. You took pleasure in your precision like a marksman, like a trained sniper behind enemy lines. With no hesitation, you rolled my body in the rug, rolled me past the fireplace where we used to make love and kicked open the door at the back of the house. I feel I've written this before. But since the spirit is absent from the body, time gets fuzzy. I'm not blaming you. Cold steel was your defense against my knuckles. Your eyeshadow hides my marks of love. If one bullet can end a season of abuse, then it's worth it. But I'm not saying you should have pulled it one bullet to the left temple. Face first in a bowl of cereal. Nonchalantly, you kissed me before you tipped me over and rolled me in a rug. You swept away the bullet slug and adjusted your glove, carefully not to leave fingerprints or knowing evidence. Even a hair follicle could be traced back to its rightful owner, and particles of blood, if it's not bleached and scrubbed. As I was dragged to the backyard, my spirit took notice of three other graves. No wonder why, as I write these letters, the details of the event differ, as I became a conduit of the other victims. Reliving the Moments when you shot them. This is my final letter. Another one was sent to a crime scene investigator detailing my demise and where to find the bodies, detailing the semi automatic and the plastic gloves. When I had the idea of writing this, I was a little bit divided because of the the subject matter. The first thought of writing this particular piece, it came from a freestyle. I was just simply making things up on the spot in in a room on Clubhouse, where different writers would get together, different poets as well. And this was just purely just from the top of my head. But when I did it, they said, wow. You should definitely write that down and make that into a story that sounded so good. And so this is the result of it. I don't like writing horror stories. And you may find that this one is sort of like a horror story. That wasn't really my intention. And when I was writing it, there were some dark moments because it does talk about domestic abuse. It, it does talk about some very some very tough situations. And that's when I said, okay, I probably shouldn't write this. I should probably put down the pen, put your hands up and slowly back away from the keyboard. But then I just kept on writing because I know that there's a story there. And a part of me, I don't want to sensationalize things. I don't want to create more harm into the world just to tell a story. But I felt that somebody listening to this could relate. And hopefully you relate to it, even though the subject matter is a little bit dark As I always say to my fellow writers, I enjoy writing things that makes me a little bit uncomfortable. And that's when I know that I have something good. I hope that you enjoy this one. I hope that that it meets a need. Thank you so very much for supporting the work that we do here at Welcome to Earth Stories. I can't do this by myself. The fact that I have you listening to the show and spreading the word about what we're doing, it means a lot. Please continue to do that. You could continue to support the show by buying me a coffee on the website, buymeacoffee.com slash earthstories. And also there's other material there that's not available on the regular feed. And also, if you could do me a, a huge favor, it doesn't take a long time. On your device that you have right now, there's a share button. Do you mean this one? Yeah. Yeah, right there, the share button. Now, you could share this episode on Twitter, on Facebook, and other places as well, so that other people may hear this. As you know, as you probably know, podcasts are not that easy to circulate. So, word of mouth is always the best thing. So can you do that for me? Okay, whatever. Hit that button right there and send it out to all of your friends and let them know to subscribe and follow the show. Also, on my website, welcome to earthstories.com. There is buttons right there for you to subscribe either on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, like don't forget Spotify or whatever your favorite pod feed is. Thank you for listening. Remember, be kind to each other. Be a good earthling, and I'll talk to you soon. Signed, sealed, delivered. You shot me. Written and produced by York Campbell. If you're thinking about starting your own podcast but dread the idea of editing your own show, then contact York at the Poetic Earthling studio. He'll work with you side by side to make sure your vision becomes reality. Send him a DM on Twitter at Poetic Earthling. I'm Shante from ctamarketing.biz. Thank you for listening and see you next time on Welcome to Earth Stories. Four bodies have been identified in the backyard of Stella Nightingale. The tip came from a letter addressed to a local crime scene investigator, Max Jenkins. According to Jenkins, one of the bodies belongs to Reuben Nightingale, Stella Nightingale's late husband. If this is not strange enough, the letter was written by Reuben Nightingale himself. Police are still investigating and are not prepared to give a formal statement at this time. Also, in a non-related issue, the government is reminding us to take our daily purple pill. This is Beverly Zion reporting. Stay safe. Let me be clear for the thousandth time, a ghost did not write this letter. This is beyond speculation and into some bogus conspiracy. I admit the letter sounds persuasive, but to jump to conclusions is asinine. We will continue our thorough investigation and leave no stone unturned.